I'm going to run a um, thorough but rapid process. I mean, obviously, uh, in, we need the next leadership here because we got a lot of work to do. You know, we have the draft, we have the off season, we have uh, we have you know a lot of draft capital that we need to be get prepared for. Uh, ultimately, free agency uh, combines. But on the other hand, you know, this is a really important decision, and so it's going to be a. Uh, rapid but thorough process. I mean, ideally, uh, you would have the head of the front office in place uh, before you ultimately select a coach, because obviously that's important. Uh, but, you know, look, again, like we're not in full control of the time frame because what we're ultimately trying to do is, is, you know, end up with the best people and, you know, the best people generally have alternatives. Ron Rivera fired this morning by the commanders. Josh Harris met with the media. You'll hear from Jay Gruden, our weekly Monday appointment with him coming up in 30 minutes. And at 6 o'clock, we will re-air Harris's press conference from earlier this afternoon on the firing of Ron Rivera in season. Part of the Harris quote was, I went out of my way to give him the season to perform. I think that changing coaches in the middle of the season is not tremendously productive. I had committed to the city and to Ron that we would give him the season and that's what we did. What would you think of that, Danny? You know, listen, we talked about this during the year throughout, where I go, we've passed the point of, you know, of unseriousness. This is now buffooneries. They're losing by 30 a night uh, or every afternoon, every Sunday. They're not competitive. They're getting boat raced by teams that are good. You know, the, the just the embarrassment, the trying, the ultimately when they did score a touchdown, it took them five minutes to do it when it should have been a hurry-up situation. I, I go, whenever you're ready, just let this guy go. They had a plan. And again, I, I, I disagreed at the time. There wasn't much upside in my view. I just wanted my pound of flesh. But again, it was there was a cohesive, thoughtful, reasoned out, uh, you know, set of governing principles that they were operating by, right? As if to say, we felt it was important to do X, Y, and Z. Whether whether, whether someone like me agrees or not, again, I have to go. Well, you know what? They thought about it. It's not just because they were in a bad mood. It wasn't just because. Uh, you know, they, they left vanilla ice cream on the on the defensive coordinator's desk or whatever. They let Rivera have the year because of the timing of when they took over. I, again, it's something that I respect. I like that Josh Harris is a patient person, and it seems like, to me, a patient owner. I don't know that that's for everybody, though. I'm curious what you think about that. Mm. Like, in other words, I think Ted Leonsis sometimes, who I would consider to be patient and you know, he's willing to par the course and wait. He's certainly been that way with basketball at times. Has gotten some heat for that, right? It just kind of keeping things status quo, almost, you know, keeping the process and, and, and being so process-oriented that at times people think it gets stagnant. You know, Harris allowed out of the box here the ultimate process with Philadelphia. It took years, but it worked. They got to a point, now some people will say it hasn't, because they didn't win a championship. I think that's ludicrous. I mean, they've become a 50-win team every year and one of the great basketball teams in the East and a perennial contender with an MVP. But you listen to this quote from him from today. This was not a fun season for our ownership group. We're right there with the fans. If we can write the script, it would be a quick turnaround. I find when you do things quickly, though, you do things to set yourself back. It's about making the right decision the question was essentially about the timeline to be good again, mm -hmm. like how quickly they can turn this around. And a lot of times as I sat there, I was thinking about it. In these types of press conferences, you hear an owner just say what people want to hear. 
And whether it's Dan or somebody else, if Dan ever took a question, huh. uh, he might say something like, yeah, it's the NFL. You can be look at you know Detroit or look at Houston, Miami. Yeah, the Texans last year, everyone said nobody wanted to go there and they had the worst GM in the league and they hired a coach for the third time in three years and now they hit a home run with D'Amico Ryans and they hit found their quarterback and they look like they're the next great team in the AFC South, right? You could easily point to something like that, but he didn't do that. He talked about uh, essentially not taking shortcuts and you know wanting to do it the right way. Um, it's a it's something I like. I'll, I'll point to the Rivera decision to kind of relate this to what we were just talking about. Everyone wanted him to fire Rivera, and he was willing to wait till the end of the season to do it. I think that that reserve that you can show is actually healthy and worthwhile. Uh, what say you? There's for the most part. You want patience. You don't want to react and, you know, after a bad loss or a terrible moment and have someone act out of anger. Again, that that's Snyderian, right? That's tyrannical stuff. I understand that. Um, but I do think there's a balance needed where you're simply, because this is the thing I'd fault Leonces for, where I always felt like he was trying to prove he was smarter than the average fan, right? He's always saying, like, no, 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 whether it, through his actions or otherwise, is basically going, I know more than the irritated fan in Section 410 I'm smarter, watch my patience, I'm above all of the fray. Well, sometimes the fans are right, too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to fire a coach every time there's a, a failed power play. I don't want you to, you know, uh, cut a star because he, you know, overslept for a workout or missed an OTA or something like that. I understand you can't be that reactionary. But over a long haul where you've got something that's, hey, this is pretty unacceptable. We all see it going. We can't let this kind of thing fester. You can make a move. But in general, yes, I, I want reserve overreactionary. I, I think that's something we should all be thankful for. You asked Kime, what do you think Josh Harris learned from this season? What do you hope he learned from this season? Because my answer to that when Kime started talking was, I would love for them to avoid at all costs the coach-centric model. I have seen Jim Harbaugh linked to Washington. I certainly know that people have suggested Bill Belichick uh, could come here. I don't, for one second, think Belichick's coming here. I've never really thought that was all that serious. And, frankly, I, I think it's being perpetuated by someone on Belichick's or New England's side, not Washington's. But those are the types of guys that would demand, possibly, control or to run the whole thing. Mm -hmm. My number one lesson post-Rivera is you shouldn't do that. There aren't enough hours in the day. The two jobs are too hard. And frankly, they're conflicting if done correctly at times, being a GM and being a head coach. That's right. But if you're going to do it, you better be darn sure you got one of the most special, unique football thinkers on the planet. And you got one of the most, you know, want to be flexible, be flexible with talent. I'm not flexible with mediocrity, to, to quote Josh Harris. I'm not flexing out of my paradigm so I can go hire someone who is a, a seven and 10 head coach just about every year. But my, my lesson learned would be let's separate front office and field staff and let's have a really strong marriage between a GM and a head coach. Uh, where's your list begin? Yeah. So that's, I, I co-sign that rubber stamp, but obviously that is the essential thing. No more stupid structures, the, the regular one, please. And thank you. But number two, as evidenced by all the players and sort of tiptoeing around this weird Eric Bieniemy thing, uh, Rivera running him under the bus, running the players under the bus, et cetera, whatever you want to call that. I call it not having cohesiveness. I, you're going to have arguments. These are hyper-competitive alpha males. You know, Deron Payne and, and John Allen got in a, a spat on the bench a couple of seasons ago. They're brothers. They're great friends. They are, they are in the trenches together. 
that's competitive stuff that's going to happen. I'm not talking about that. I'm not saying you can never disagree with somebody. What I'm saying is when Rivera's going, you got to ask him, you really do, when talking about Biennemi being tough on the guys. And when he revealed that the players came to him and whined, uh, that Eric Biennemi, like is trying to make them practice hard, and that Biennemi's got a lot to learn about being a head coach, setting this whole campaign up versus which silo are you in, which team are you on, team Ron, complacency, or team Biennemi, let's get hard work done. It just set the stage for infighting. It set the stage for someone else to blame. I'm not doing that anymore. We don't do that. If you got a gripe, we can gripe. We'll have an open forum. We'll figure it out, right? We want to make sure we're all doing the best we possibly can. Whatever that CYA bullcrap is that has been a hallmark here where Bruce is always looking for the next fall guy and everyone's pulling a lever to try to you know get rid of this guy and let you know whose fault it was, et cetera. That, to me, to start the season off in, in August, in training camp, I thought was setting the backdrop for just an unacceptable, unserious organization that had no chance from the start. The guy that came in really to be your savior, right? An offense that had stunk for three years because your buddy's kid was the offensive coordinator, and you finally got this guy that's a, a celebrity, at least, coming from a winning organization, and you undercut him within the, you know his first training camp right there on the job. Again, it set the stage for this year. Whatever that is, I'm stamping that out and then burning it outside.